Hi everybody, welcome to episode 96 of the Minecraft podcast. Uh, Go Good and Paws are here. Hey! Hi! Hey! Me and me, hey. obviously. Aww. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> asshole. Right. Um, awesome games done quick. Has it's been on last week. Was it last week it was on? It was this last weekend. week, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, it's raised $1.5 million for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Which is freaking crazy. That's like one week, too. And that's, yep. that's $1.5 I think last year they just raised over like $1 million. But uh, did, you, did any of you guys have a chance to actually watch any of the HDDQ? Fuck yeah. yeah it's not, I know uh, Co did. He had it running the background pretty much the entire time like I did. <laughs> yep. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's, that's so you too. <laughs> okay, did you? What was your favorite block then that you watched? Oh god, um, the uh, the I want to be the Bashi one was possibly the best one, but the Tetris one was insane. Dude, as the well. Tetris that was I was gonna say that was my favorite one. I was glued to it, dude. It like, blew my mind. I started watching it. I'm like. Oh, that was pretty cool, but then like an hour and a half later, my jaw was dropped, my mouth was dry because my mouth is so open just watching <laughs> these guys, and I'm like, what the hell? And it was just crazy. It was like like the pure mentality that it would take to like have to control these blocks going down was ridiculous. And one of the like one of the guys was like one of the best in the world, but apparently like a lot of the best players are in like Japan and all that, but it was yeah. it was cool to see to see it and like have them like the, the craziest thing I found about that was like these guys were talking just normally while like doing things that I cannot even comprehend <laughs> and then there's like the part at the end where he managed to like unlock uh, invisible blocks and him just getting like Tetris oh, back and forth it was like how does that happen like how do you I, how do you play with invisible blocks right like I don't understand it but this guy was just doing it like it was nothing and it at is, those speeds too, yeah, like so fast. It was like Tetris, 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 Tetris. Like what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, Wait, maybe yeah, the, maybe it shows you what block is coming. Does yeah, it, it, it does show you oh, what okay. block is coming. But like, the they guy have was to maintain like, where they've placed the blocks in their head. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Blocks. I'm just saying, it, yeah. it's not completely invisible. I'm trying to. Yeah. I'm trying to understand. It, how yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. It's not 100 percent invisible now. <laughs> but like when the blocks <laughs> show on the screen, block. yeah. But like, it shows what blocks coming up. But like, I've, I, one thing that I found crazy was like he was like in the middle of doing it. And he's like, oh, I fucked up. I'm like, how the hell could you tell? Obviously, I mean, you know, these guys practice and do that, but like, right? Have said anything? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody would have known. <laughs> but yeah, he was just like, oh, I screwed up. Give me one second. He's like, all right, I got to fix, and then. Yeah, it's it pretty crazy. That's the thing that's really amazing about it, I think, or that really added a lot of gravity to it that it maybe might not have had otherwise is the fact that there's all this, there's this cool information about it. Like, there's only like five grandmasters of the, the final game yeah. in the world or something like that, and they're all in Japan. So these guys talking about that and that sort of respect that they have for the people who are the grandmasters. While also trying to achieve that level themselves, and the the uh, the last guy that played, we were like literally witnessing him taking more steps towards being able to become a grandmaster. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And it's one like thing really, I, it's really interesting. Yeah, one thing I really loved about the like not just Tetris in general, but like I mean, every single time I get so engulfed in like watching everything because like 
these people have so much passion for what they do and it's just it's just so cool to to see that and and witness it and just watch the runs because of that i don't know yeah it it's it, i i can't wait for sgdq like agdq and sgdq are like one thing like two of the things i i can't wait for every single year and it is cool to see them actually raise over or well, surpass their goal and surpass what they made last year like 1.5 million dollars for prevent yeah. cancer which is fucking phenomenal it always amazes me like what the what like this gaming community can do i mean the the funny thing about that stuff for me in terms of as like a viewer is just thinking about it i didn't think that i would be all that interested mm -hmm. in watching it but what what happened was is i would turn it on and all of a sudden i'm not getting anything done anymore because i'm just glued to the screen just <laughs> watching people play and it's just it's interesting because it's something about the fact that they can just breeze through these games makes it more watchable somehow like I was watching games that I know inside and out that I thought I wouldn't be interested in because just they're like turning it into this little digestible viewing block for you by mm -hmm. speedrunning it. Yeah. So it, I it mean like it was weird because like Andrea doesn't typically watch, you know, video games being played by other people. She doesn't even like watch YouTube or anything like that, but she actually ended up watching a majority of it and having it just playing in the background while she's doing other stuff like knitting and all that, so yeah, Nakomi as well. I thought that like was pretty, pretty cool. Nakomi would come in here to talk to me, and then she'd end up just sitting down and just watching. There's one night where we stayed up late to watch the uh, Silent Hill 2 speedrun, because she, oh. she loves the Silent Hill series. I missed that one. But was, there are good. VODs out there. Yep, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> There's like a whole subreddit actually dedicated to organizing the VODs, I think. so. Really? I'll yeah. get that from you. Yeah. <clears throat> Will do. Anyways, congrats, AGDQ. Can't wait for SGDQ. Yes. So yes, done for. Summer. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Summer games done quick. I was like, sometimes games done quick. It's like, it's <laughs> not all speed running. There's yeah. people just playing, too. Slow, no, no, there's stupid. awesome games done quick, and then there's sucky games done quick. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Good the shitty ones. Yep. So, um, talking of shitty, uh, Rockstar are lying shitbags. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, they said uh, that there wouldn't be a delay in the release of GTA V on the PC, and this week, they've said there will be a delay in the release of GTA V on the PC. So, cheers, guys. Who do you um, believe? Let's get to the bottom of this. Who do you believe? Do you believe Rockstar or do you believe Rockstar? <laughs> which one Which one do you think? I, I think Rockstar. Uh... I, I I don't know. I might be sticking my neck out a bit there, but I think yeah. So it's now being released on the twenty fourth of March. Yeah. Do you think it's two month delay, man? What if it gets delayed again? Oh, I'm sure it probably will. And we'll, we'll cry some more. I think they're just fucking cock teasing us with the Bitter release tears. date. They've been really working hard on Grand Theft Auto Six. Yeah, I mean, it, it's they—they they are now getting it says running in 4K and yeah, we'll be doing. I don't want a two. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but can't can't we release it now and then have a 2K 2K 4K upgrade in two months? Patch. Um, I know that whenever I finished the game on the PlayStation Three, they had said they were working on DLC that would continue the story of all three, and I don't know what's happened to that. I've really kept up with it, so it's not like they lied or anything. Then Frano came out. Um, but I'm wondering if, if maybe that's like close to being done if it hasn't come out and maybe they're going to release those together. I don't know. 
Well, it says um, 30 player support for GTA Online on the PC, which would be fun. Um, I don't know what the server situation is going to be like on that, whether uh. it's a Rockstar held servers and you join or, or you have your own. I don't know. Uh, um, and online go. heists. Uh, but online heists for consoles will be launching in the coming weeks ahead of the PC launch. So it's just another kick in the balls, really, isn't it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I trust release dates anymore. No. Like, I, I'm happy that they're pushing it back because they want to, you know, have it, like, as bug-free. But I'm getting tired of, like, so many games being like, yeah, it's going to be released like this. Like, Witcher 3 is another one. But then, like, it's pushed back a couple months. Like, oh, my God, when the fuck are you going to play it? I mean, like, there's, 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 they're, they're not even release dates anymore. They're just guidelines. Like, yeah, it might be released around here. I get I get the funny feeling, though, with the Rockstar. They're kind of, they get it to a point where they think, okay, we should release this. And then someone walks in the office and goes, hey, guys, I've had this great idea. Why not? Let's do it. 4K resolution. Let's let's add electric baseball bats. Yeah, whatever, you know. And they're all like, yes. And then they end up putting those in and stretching it another two months or something. I mean, I have mm-hmm. no proof of that, but that's my opinion on what goes on in their office. It's funny, because we, we bitch whenever games don't come out on time, and then we bitch whenever they get delayed. I don't think we could be <laughs> satisfied. Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm what I find about, about myself, too. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll discover that a game has come out. It's weird. Like, I want it, I'll want a game, but I'll forget that it's coming. And then everyone's like, hey, man, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that's out now? Okay, cool. And then go pick it up. I've just Unless avoided the Grand Theft Auto storyline so I can play, play it on PC. <laughs> yeah, that's my assumption has been all this time that the PC version is going to be the one that we really want to play and not, yeah. the, not the console ones. I thought about picking it up on PS4, um, but I just didn't. I skipped it over really it. It was really fun. I don't I mean, I really enjoyed that game more than I've enjoyed Grand Theft Auto in a long time. Um, right. But yeah. Well, I wanted to enjoy 4, but it just is so, it's so terrible on the PC, or it was. I don't know. It seems like other people have had a better time with it, but I, I always had problems with it, so I kind of avoided it. So I was hoping yeah. 5 would be better, and I'm hoping it is, because a lot of the game modes that they have are pretty hilarious and fun. So, What's your opinion on this, Pyro? Hi. <laughs> That's a pretty, pretty in-depth opinion. I, I uh, can't believe you wound on a limb like that. Because I know you're pretty excited for this, too. GTA Five. Yeah, being delayed. Mm, it's, it, I think it's for the better, but if they mess it up, no excuse now. There's going to be so much. What are you eating? Is it good? Apple. An apple? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it keeps the doctor away. It's my dinner. I'm poor. <laughs> um... So, I mean, talking of eating, this this isn't on the thing, but uh, Severus has just posted a link to Notch's housewarming party photographs. Yeah, I was going through those. Uh, Jesus That's crazy. So cool. (laughs) Oh, God. The thing that gets me is like the the infinite sweet dispenser he has. He has like 20 different types of sweets just (laughs) in a giant tube. I just just die in there of heaven. I don't think that's going to help his diet, is it? Oh, he's got a little bumblebee Autobot in his garage. Has he? Yeah. Uh, I'd be interested to know what all just came with the house, really. Those cars definitely did, right? Yeah, like (laughs) I think the the displays, the candy thing, I'm pretty sure all this stuff was known of before. I think he just bought it all as like a 
package deal. Like, oh, this is Notch's stuff now. It used to be somebody else's, but now it's his. Right. Buy your own lifestyle. But yeah, sorry. Slight sidetrack there. <laughs> it's very interesting. So Microsoft are allowing YouTube and Twitch to monetize their content. Yeah. Did, did they not do that anyway? I thought they did. I think they did. I think it was in the TOC that you, or TOS you couldn't do it before, but people did it anyway. Microsoft has unveiled their new game content usage rules, which give players some limited permissions to monetize Microsoft content. Wow, how generous of you, Microsoft. These new rules allow gamers to make money from streams, videos, and machinima, or other content that contain Microsoft's game content. They apply to all of Microsoft's content, with the exception of Minecraft, which has its own rules. Uh-huh. I can't um, wait to put up videos called Green Suit Space Guy Game. Yeah, it wasn't that. The, the, the rule was you can't use the name of the, the game in the title. That's yep, the weirdest right. part that's, of the whole stupid thing. That's the rule. <laughs> There's also, you cannot do anything in the game that's considered offensive to anyone. Well, wow. Right. Is there anything in the world that isn't offensive to somebody? Right. They say that at the end of the day, Microsoft holds the, the, the discretion as what, it, what is and is not offensive, but if a, the, a large part of the community is complaining about something, they may make an exception in their own opinion, is what it says. That's like the exact wording. It's but basically bullshit. I'm just, I just don't care. I don't care what they said or what they want, honestly. I think that their requests are stupid and their approach to it is stupid. We don't object to Red versus Blue. We don't object to Operation Chastity, but we do object to Halo. Insert the title of your item here. You see, if anything, this is just like alienated me more from doing Microsoft games just yeah. because of the strict requirements around it. You know, well, like, and who do you think is going to watch watch a, a video if they don't know what it's on? Guys, I I'm going to be playing. Guess what game I'm playing, and you're going to have to guess because I can't put the fucking title in the or the, is, the, is, the game name in the title. Is it a hidden floating explosive thing that you mark with flags? Yeah. <laughs> mm, I love that game. It's my favorite. Hmm. It, it just it's so bizarre like I don't like like Pyra said, you know, it it's just making me feel like I'm not going to be doing any Xbox games whatsoever. Oh, like oh. What's the point like? Yeah. It doesn't make any se- random Last car week. game starring Kurt. <laughs> Like, Lastly, what? Microsoft requires that you include this text in your creation somewhere. Name of the Microsoft game, copyright Microsoft Corporation, title of your item, was created under Microsoft's game content usage rules using assets from that name of Microsoft game, and it is not endorsed or by affiliated with, with Microsoft. We also never really sorted out whether it's all games published by Microsoft or only games that are published and made by Microsoft. Right. Like, that's not, it's not clear in the article. They say published and developed, but they, it was sort of ambiguous as to whether it's a bigger umbrella than what it sounds like. Oh, also included in the game content usage rules is a clause that states when you create and distribute anything using Microsoft's content, you grant them a royalty-free, non-exclusive, irrevo- irrevocable, transferable, sub-licensable, worldwide license to Microsoft and any of Microsoft partners or users to use, modify, and distribute that item and derivatives of that item and use your name if we choose to for any purpose and without obligation you pay you to pay you anything, obtain your approval, or give you credit. I'm pretty sure that um, most of the time you can't make up legal stuff that just never mm-hmm. ends. Like that's like it's usually stuff that you can be thrown out. That's what it sounds like they're trying to do. 
If you make a video on a Microsoft game, we own it forever until the end of time, no matter what you do, and nothing could ever change this. Like, I think basically whatever we want with it. Yeah, if right. another red versus blue comes up that someone creates, they, they want to own it. Just yeah, take it and monetize it and right. sell DVDs of it, and you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's it's so it's so strange. And so, how do um, we combat that? How do we make it? <laughs> <laughs> we don't do LPs of Microsoft games. Is she him really? Is it? Well, I, mean, I I don't know. Like, if one day they bring out like a new Banjo Kazooie game. That's actually good. And I'm not going to be able to play it. What am I going to call it? Like Burr Platformer? Ranjo Tazooie. <laughs> yeah, that, that Burr game from your childhood, part one. <laughs> Burr game from your childhood, part one. <laughs> well. That's, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm disappointed. Um, so, talk, as, as you say, talking of uh, Microsoft and Banjo-Kazooie, they are bringing back multiple... Franchises. <sighs> Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark was quite a good game. Oh, yeah. Multiple Rareware, right? Yeah. 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 Then, I mean, they've already gone down this road a few times and effed it up. Like, they they did uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Mm-hmm. They did, and that was terrible. And then they did uh, Perfect Dark Zero, and that was terrible. So, now they're going to, what, pin- they're going to ruin Battletoads? <laughs> it's been pristine so far. <laughs> let's let's not. Yeah, let's I just mean, not do this, Microsoft. Let's not do this. Yeah, if you've got a good IP that's not being used, then it makes sense to bring it back. But you've got to bring yeah. it back properly. Well, I should give them credit for Killer Instinct, which they have managed to put out something that people overall agree was well done. But that wasn't rare, though, right? That was a. Uh... Well, that was a that was a rare franchise. That was a rare IP. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was a rare rare. And then they, but what they did was they handed it off to a developer that everyone, as far as anybody was concerned, was extremely likely to fuck it up. So I'm not sure how much credit Microsoft really deserves. It's like they they handed it to a developer that would fuck it up for sure, and then they happened to come out with that one percent chance success, where it's like, oh wow, they really. They kicked ass, and nobody expected that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that doesn't really give me a lot of confidence about uh, about. Well, I said Nintendo almost. Um, Microsoft giving a fuck about mm-hmm. really doing a good job with Rareware IPs. I, uh, despite that, I would really like to see a new Conquer, even though it's a very niche game. I don't think it can be done. Mm-hmm. I do not I believe it that it can be done. I think all of the Rare staff who I, I was watching like a developer diary of one of the developers playing through it. And uh, I don't know. I think you just need that sort of team synergy to create a game like that. And I think that's long gone from yeah. Rare at this point. Yeah. That was like Conquer was a unique thing too. It wasn't like it was even. It was unique even amongst Rareware stuff, where it was kind of an outlier. I think there were people involved in it as well that were only involved in that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Like they were I think Conquer there was. And there was like yeah, there's. I can't remember his name. I follow him on Twitter, and I think I know the diary you're talking about as well. Like, there's a handful of people who are really directly responsible for the the feel and the attitude of that game. I don't think that you can just arbitrarily pull that out of your ass using, you know, like design by committee style stuff like Microsoft does. <laughs> 
Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna bust out a wise cracking squirrel and they're gonna come out with something that's all sanicky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Harsh but fair. Well, I maybe will check it out if it does come back. Uh, any of the, <laughs> I say come back. I mean, any of the franchises come back. So I don't know. I feel but, weird about that because like a lot of people are like, yeah, this sounds really good, but they're also like banking that on nostalgia, and like after all these years, I don't, I don't know if they can really make a comeback. I don't know. I mean, there's a, there's like a whole new generation of gamers too, so I mean, it could, but I think that's another reason why people have like when these sequels come out are kind of like let down because you know it's it's been like ten years plus first, you know, a lot of these rare, rare games, you know, yeah. that were out. So I don't know. I, I wish I mean, I'm envious of that. If you can get excited about it, I'm then you know more power to you. I wish that I could. Yep. Yeah, jelly. Um, this is not listed down here, but Tim Schafer is bringing out um, some remakes of games as well as the old LucasArts games. Oh, man, I want Full Throttle. Yeah. Full Throttle? Um, it's not that one. What's the other one with... with Grim Fandango? Yeah, Grim Fandango is coming out. Um, what about um, any kind of revisiting? They kind of already have revisited um, Monkey Island, haven't they? Yeah, yes, yeah, they redid. Yeah, God, I want like Full Throttle to be sold to Telltale. I don't. I'm not familiar with Full Throttle. What is? Uh, what is that? It's like a Telltale game almost. Um, it was. It was. It was like a Telltale game, where you point and click, you go through the world. It's like an older Telltale game, like like before they went to more action based. But it had a lot of like action scenes where you'd have to do like the quick motion bullshit. But yeah, it was just like a you travel around, but you were like a biker and uh, you were like a post-apocalyptic world, if I remember oh, right. Oh, yeah. Mm. I, think I, I think I recall this. Yeah. It was good. It was a good game. There was a space game and I can never remember the name of it. I think it was like Deep Space or Dead... It wasn't Dead Space. But anyways, it was, just, it, was <laughs> it was similar to Full Throttle where it was like a point. It was so good, but they were both by LucasArts. I can't, I can't remember the name of that one. But those are both really good games, and they would make a Grim Fandango is coming out on PlayStation Network and on PC. It's on GOG at the moment. You know, it's really it's nice to go back to those old point-and-click adventures now and again. They were so well made, though. Those games, so yeah. well written. Um, I mean, he 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 was the master of doing those for sure. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, Telltale president and co-founder Kevin Bruner transitions to CEO. I mean, is that is that a step down or a step sideways? I mean, the step sideways basically. Uh, confirms original <laughs> IP in development. I'm, I'm I'm excited. I don't know what that means because obviously it's, it means it's a an game original that's not IP. A movie. Yeah, but, I need to jump on this bandwagon because I still have not really done so. Played what? Telltale Delta games? Well, my only experience with them is I played just a little bit at the beginning of the Walking, the first Walking Dead one, and for whatever reason, it didn't really like hook me, so I just kind of set it aside and never went back. And the other thing is, I heard didn't they try to do a Jurassic Park game and it flopped or something? The Wasn't Jurassic their Park games? No, it's not their first. No, 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 no. They they've made a lot of games. A lot of people haven't realized how the games they made. Like they they did a Back to the Future five part series that was really good. That was before uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park is the, probably the least 
like to follow the Telltale games. But there's a ton of games that people just forget they ever made. Um, some of their so I'm missing out here then, basically. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's tons of games, but their their format has changed. With Walking Dead, um, Jurassic Park was kind of like the, the like the outlier there, the middle the middle ground between where they used to be. Like for instance, when you play Back to the Future, you're walking around a set and you're like examining the lamp. It's like oh, I can't do anything with this lamp, and then you examine a drawer and you find something. You know what I mean? And you put these pieces together to make something happen. It was like and old style. Walk- Right, and then uh, Jurassic Park was like tons of cutscenes, not 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 a very good story either. Really, I think that's probably where they they missed the mark for sure. But it wasn't; it didn't really find its place in between those two things, where you have the wander around and then the Walking Dead style, where it's a story and you get to make choices as you play through the story. But it's almost linear, where you can't really. You know, now I'm gonna travel back to town and look at look at the lamp, or I'm gonna go back home and look at a lamp. That's that's how oh. the old ones used to be. So does it feel like? Because to me, there seems like there's a little bit of a fine line there. Like if it's a linear story, but it's kind of point and clicky, I can understand the linearness. But if they start to slide over more to like action adventure, doesn't that make the linear, you know, kind of jarring or or kind of go against action adventure in a way or is it like a good balance still i think it's a good balance it's it's really i don't know it's not really a good lp game i think people people should just buy the games and play themselves quite frankly um because it's like playing a movie and you get you you get to affect you know the story yourself but i think i think most people probably have more fun if they just play it themselves instead of watch someone else do it um you know i'm sure me and paul is the the only people i know that really play it or add stuff to it that you know, it might it might be it, it. It's basically like watching a movie with us, though. Is what it is. It's like you so you're also you're also saying then basically that there's not a lot of replay value. Like once you've seen it, you've seen it, and it's done. Well, you could probably replay it once because you because you could really drastically change the direction that you take. Like by the end of Walking Dead, uh, some of the characters I had with me paused, didn't have his had died and mine hadn't. So the story is <laughs> yeah, yeah. You completely different. Um, uh, Depending on how you play, like uh, all throughout the first season of Walking Dead, uh, there was a character Kenny, and Kenny loved um, uh, Pause, but he fucking hated me. Um, so, like, <laughs> you know, it just depends on the choices you make. So they did. So they it's didn't like make a linear it story arc, but you could have your own little personal story right. that's a bit different from the next person. Right. They script it to the point where sometimes it doesn't matter what choice you make. Some people have to die, basically. So, like, you end up. Almost at the same end point, regardless, but the story along the way is slightly different, basically. But yeah, I, I still think they're games that people should play instead of watch. 100% agree. Mm. I agree. I'm, totally I'm agree. excited because new IP, right? So yay. Wasn't there something that they were good? Oh, they're doing the Minecraft one. That's, that's um, happening as well. Right. Mm. That's the one I'm a little bit not so keen on understanding <laughs> like i don't understand how they make that right like they'd have to totally pull a story out of their ass right yeah, basically hopefully it isn't uh disastrous well i can kind of imagine what it would be like because there's a number of there's a number of ips out there people have created like in terms of video content where they've made minecraft into kind of like a kid's show in a way and it's also interesting like if you think about the things that people have done there's groups of Minecraft fans out there who have accepted wildly different versions of stories of why Minecraft is this or why Minecraft is that. So it, 
I think it might be more open to possibility than it might seem. Like they like could I, do yeah. any story about Steve that they wanted to, and it would probably fly. Big Steve, right. what a guy. Well, like I, I, I was always convinced that the movie would do well because they could just do whatever the hell they want. I mean, it's kind of like if you look at like these Captain Sparkles music videos or whatever. He yeah. makes kind of like the Lego story. movie, right? Like yeah, the Lego exactly. movie just you, could be right. whatever, as long as it's made out of Legos. No, but you've got you've got to tie it into to you know st- st- waking up stranded on an island or something and having the zombies and the skeletons. You can't just do a normal film and just happen to have Steve in it. It has to it has to relate to the game and and, and what you do when playing the game to you know inspire kids to reenact it or something yeah. like that isn't it? so lego like to me lego obviously because of you know the lego movie is like completely random but they also have like you know they have like batman and all those type of characters that could add to the story whereas minecraft what do they have well that's the thing though is i think that minecraft could similarly just pull whatever into it that they want to and it wouldn't really matter i mean if you look at like at the same time they gotta watch out for like legal issues though well, like, we're all we're all PC players, right? Yeah. Well, they'll just license stuff if they want to use it. But yeah, like, I, um, we're we're all PC players. We may not really realize, but like, they've done different stuff with the Xbox version. Like, you can't have your own skin, for example. So they have like characters that they've pulled from other universes. Like, they've made agreements with other stuff already, and they have skins for that. So that's almost in a way already happening. And the the I think the Xbox user base is bigger than PC or is it I think it might be the pocket bigger, edition bigger. bigger now like the pocket edition is like 30 million people or something like that or at least 30 mm-hmm. million purchases so I mean it's there's a whole set of Minecraft demographic that's way bigger than what we think yep that we PC might not even is, really relate to I think PC is probably one of the smallest demographics at this point um, yeah. I remember going on the Minecraft subreddit and uh, I think it was when I can't remember, but it was something happened. I think it was uh, maybe something controversial Mojang did last year. Oh, it was a Eula. There we go. And uh, I remember just saying to a guy that you know this really isn't applied to seventy, eighty percent of the majority of Minecraft players, and a lot of them are just oblivious to you know what's happening in the the Minecraft scene. Like uh, the biggest, the biggest example of that was when my four year old cousin came in. Uh, with Minecraft on their tablet and asked me to help them build a circle. And I was like, okay, so this is the demographic now. Which is it's completely fine, but it's just interesting to me how it's changed over the years. Yeah. To that. Makes Thanks, sense. Pause. Thank you. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. welcome. <laughs> so so there's, um, there's a lot of grinding in, in my, my Minecraft. And uh, Evolve... Let's you skip grinding if you pre-purchase digitally on the <laughs> Xbox One. <laughs> Very good, Bash. Very good. But if you <laughs> play it on the Xbox One, can you call it Evolve, or does it just be Monster versus no. Four Guys? Yeah. You, you can call it whatever, but I assume because it's not published by them. But is it right. is it on the is the Microsoft <laughs> Black Console as well? Right, the Microsoft Black Console. Right, yeah, you yeah. definitely cannot name it. I don't. I don't know how I feel about about that like it's it's so i i always hate these console exclusive things 
That's the thing, though. Well, is it crossplay? Because I don't. I doubt that it is. And no, in which it's case, not. Then you know, the Xbox players can go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> damn. Well, it's just it's just Microsoft is just creating a a bad scene for Evolve on their console. They think. I mean, I'm sure that from a marketing point of view, it's probably really good for them because they're just trying to get people to buy it on them and not Sony. That's it. That's all they care about. It, whether it creates a shitty multiplayer environment, eh. Whatever, okay. we made our money already. We're good. Yeah, it makes mm-hmm. sense. And I'm going to play it on PC, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Yep. I know. So it says here that they said you couldn't play the Wraith Monster. Um, and then now they've said you can if you pre purchase on the Xbox. Uh, and it applies for the duration of the Xbox One beta. Does that mean after the beta is finished, you don't get to play the Wraith anymore? Or does that mean you can only get access to the Wraith in that beta period and then it's permanent? Confusing. Mm. I'm not even sure myself. That's, just, that's one thing that's put me off about Evolve. They've had so much alphas and betas. I don't really know where the hell the game is at this point. I know it's coming out next month, but that's kind of thrown me off a lot. I just yeah, like playing they the game straight up. They basically gave the game away at this point to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like anyone that wants the game, you can get the game. There's no, like I've never seen a media release so large. Honestly, it's like I was getting spam at my basically my spam email address that I have on my Twitter. Like, hey, you want evolve keys? We got evolve keys over here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of it being out there. Yeah, I do agree. Mm-hmm. Because I wonder if that leads to cells. Yeah, it yeah. might. Are they 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 beat their only keys at this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's, it's like it's like another form of doing a demo, isn't it? But it's that. Do you remember when Gmail first started? It was only like oh, you can uh, invite in, other people. Right. Yeah, it's it's kind of like bringing up some sort of clique almost. Clique, some sort of oh, yeah, I've I've got this ability to do this. You haven't. But here you go, you can have one so you can. <laughs> um, so are we done on that? Yep. We are done yeah, on that. I believe so. Done on that. So I put this in. Um, so David Cameron the other day um, announced, this is slightly off of gaming, but still very relevant, that he wants to make um, internet communication, um, encrypted communication on the internet, uh, illegal because of the terrorists. Um He's kind of turning into G.W. Bush, isn't he, really? It's like... Well done, David Cameron. Well well, he's done. not alone there, though, either. No. There's but, but, so many politicians who are now pushing for that because of what happened in France. But they don't yeah. understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Everything, well, yeah. everything of any importance is encrypted on the internet. Yeah. If, if you get well, that out, there's no more internet banking. There's no more shopping. Um some messaging services and the thing is i think i think we can probably all agree that terrorism is quite a bad thing i don't know so, yeah. wow didn't know that uh, so so yeah okay that's bad but do we really have to ruin everything for tens it's, if not hundreds of millions of people for the half dozen terrorists for the safety and I don't security think of everyone even, yeah i think it's even worth getting uh excited about because um, it's something that's so stupid that it would just not, it'll never make it through yep. to when it would matter. And if it did, 
then we deserve everything we get. I would, I would, I would almost be excited to see it go through so that they could see what happens. So that they could watch <laughs> everything collapse around us and then go, oh my god, I am the worst. But <laughs> this is the thing. It should never have come out. Uh, yeah, you're sitting there with your team of advisors and somebody suggests something. It shouldn't have left that office. It should have been screwed up in a, in a ball and thrown into the bin. It should never have come to the point where it's a political statement. Maybe there's public. a traitor in his midst. <laughs> I could tell him. But yeah. let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it, be, it, it is so stupid. It's, I'd, I'd like to see somebody arrested for using you know, encrypted messaging. <laughs> yep. Well... Let's hope it doesn't pass. Yeah. The thing is, it's, it's like uh, there's a couple of people using something we don't like and we can't see it. So if we ban everybody from doing it, then, then that's going to work. But in actual reality, what you're doing is just pushing people and they're going to push back harder. This is, yeah, if you look at Pirate Bay, you know, this is what they've done. They've, they've, they've pushed the Pirate Bay so hard that now you know, they've taken it offline and the Pirate Bay, apparently there's a, there's a message coming out that Pirate Bay is coming back. Um, and they're talking about having um, P2P servers. So the, there, there is no server anymore. It's, it's all in the cloud and it's all distributed. Yeah, if you go uh, yeah, to PirateBay.org, there's a big timer. 17 days, 11 hours, 2 minutes. Yeah. Um, they said that they, over a year ago, though. Like the actual six take time, don't they? Yeah, but I don't think there was actually any work towards that. And in fact, the like, if, if you look at all the founders of the Pirate Bay, there's only one that's not in prison right now, and the one that's not in prison said that he hopes it never comes back. Um, so, I don't, I don't think other, really created the Pirate Bay still support the Pirate Bay. To be honest with you, yeah, but not, I, I think not that, created Minecraft, but he doesn't want anything to do with that anymore. But they're still <laughs> going strong. So, well, that's a different thing, I think. Yeah. Um, but. You know, I don't know. The Pirate Bay, the reason why it was created is not what it served, the purpose it serves any longer. No. The, the, these things get so big that the people that created it don't have any control anymore sometimes, I think. Now it's yeah. just a shitty ad platform. Yeah. yeah. But, um, in, yeah. My, in my view, the, the only thing that these kinds of rules ever serve to do is fuck the people who follow rules. Yeah. Because if you follow the rule, like, it's just like with digital rights management. Digital rights management is the worst for the people who pay the money. Mm -hmm. You're fucking the people who you want, <laughs> and you're just making it even better for the people who are the pirates. You're, you're creating more criminals and pirates and, and whatever else every time you make a new rule. So you if play. something like this goes through with the encryption, like encryption is illegal now. Everything's We have to have backdoors everywhere. Well, then... Everybody else who's not trying to do some criminal activity is going to get fucked by the people who find and use the back doors. Period. Mm. That's just what's going to happen. Mm. Yep. So you, you buy a DVD and sit down to watch it, and you've got this sort of five-minute advert that you can't skip about not pirating it, which makes you want to go and pirate it so you can get the version without that bloody advert on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, 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 I'm saying you push people to a point where they say, "I'm I'm not doing with this anymore," and they they push back. And I think that's what they're going to do. There's going to be a whole new underground websites of people talking about food recipes and stuff encrypted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll show them. Yeah, like food recipes. But there you go. Right, we've got the word med medieval engineers here. 
Yep, that's the words. No link. <laughs> Those are the words. I didn't look up the link. So uh, the people that made Space Engineers, they're making a new medieval war game. Looks really cool. Yes. Just wanted to mention it. That's all. Well, medieval medieval war. Is yeah, it any relation to, to Space Engineers other than it's made by the same people? Yeah, yeah. see, so what happens was uh, all these medieval people, they eventually evolved to the point where they went to space. <laughs> yeah, but is it like a similar mechanic, just a different It's It's the same or? engine. It's the same um, style of gameplay, just <laughs> on the ground. So basically, what what the story is with them, Keen Software House, is that they've had like they had a game plan from the g- beginning when they started making games, but they couldn't do everything they wanted to do right at the get go because like hardware wasn't ready, technology wasn't ready, whatever else. So they built like minor wars, and that started their engine. And then Space Engineers was kind of the next step where they refined certain things about their engine, about voxel terrain defer- deformation and uh, um, a lot of like the building um, block type of stuff that they do. And then Medieval Engineers is the next step closer to the game that they've always wanted to create, where they're taking everything that they learned and they're putting it all into being able to now do new stuff with Medieval Engineers. So it's going to be like another couple of steps beyond Space Engineers, although... They say they're going to keep developing space engineers as well in parallel, and it's all going to kind of share stuff since it's all in the same engine. So, like, medieval engineers should be able to have networking, like, multiplayer and stuff like that a lot quicker because they've already done it, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So, medieval engineers just going to be like space engineers, but on the ground with castles and trebuchets and whatever. Trebuchets look so fun. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah. I can't I'm wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. And while we're on the subject of Space Engineers, you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> we just started Season 2. That's, reason I was, that's what I was really going to say. Um, which uh, Space Engineers just added open world. Well, not just added. Like a month ago or so, they just added open world exploration. Like an infinitely generated world. Um, and so we've transitioned into that into Season 2. And you're still mm-hmm. dead, Pause. I'm still dead? You're still dead. Am I floating around? <laughs> uh, we just carry your body around. You Do know. you really? No. Oh, no. sorry. <laughs> we left. Funny. Uh, you didn't have anything that remained. Avidia still had one ship that remained. Whenever we transitioned into the next season, and we left it on the on the rock as we went into the wormhole. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, sad. Did you guys shed a tear for us at least? For Avidia, you were long oh. dead. You were so rotten at this point. <laughs> I was just deteriorated. <laughs> Space bacteria ate my bones. Rest in peace, Ripperino. Lameo. I didn't yeah, say A. Some, uh, some Dude, questions. so ready for some questions. Yeah, ask Greg. All right. It's question time with Paj. Us. No, it's not uh, with me. No. 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 I've done my allocation of talking today. <laughs> Thank you very much. No. All right. Hey, Podcrackers and maybe guest. I was recently wondering what person or people have made the greatest impact on your life. Did you personally know them or were they just someone famous? Also, love your content. Keep doing what you're doing. Riley. Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. the obvious answer, but... What'd you say? Your parents would be the obvious answer? Yeah. 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 See, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring something sad up, but like... ah, Like, with the, with, the, with the death of Robin Williams... I don't know. There's Aww. so many people who like literally cried about it, and I don't know. I've never mm-hmm. had anyone famous 
impact my life to the point where I wanted to cry or anything like that. It, it sucks to see people go. I'm not like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not like no emotionless bastard, but I don't know. I, I've never been really affected by people who are celebrities and all that. It, like like Bash said, obviously the you know the the big answer is our parents because you know without them doing what they did, we wouldn't be in our. Did, the position. did you personally know them? Um, no, I didn't. Unfortunately, mm. uh, I was just is... told through uh, some cassette tapes, side A and side B. <laughs> <laughs> is the internet a person? Fourteen years old. <laughs> is the internet a person? <laughs> oh, I, I wish I could give that answer. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I honestly, the yeah, because I want to say that because I've, I've been sort of online since I was maybe seven or eight, and looking at the people are like. I don't know. I just seem so weird compared to everyone I know, and I don't like have their manners so or anything. To everyone I know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, but like, I can, I can sort of. I don't mean to paint myself as a special snowflake, but just the area I live in, uh, I just don't seem like anybody in it. If that makes any sense, like that makes sense. I'm from a very working class area, and everyone else is just, you know, throwing petrol bombs every day. I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's, there's only a few of them that do that. But uh, it, like, it, it's hard to understand why where, where I live. Like, it's so barbaric sometimes. The shit that goes on over here, and I just don't really give a fuck about it. And I kind of can thank the internet for that in a way. So I'll say the internet. Thank you, Mr. Internet. Thank you, Tim Berners Lee, for starting it. World Wide Web. I guess that's not the internet. Okay, bye. The other day when we were at the store, my daughter was trying to buy something and we told her no and she said, okay, bye. And I was like, all right, Pyro. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer saying that than just like, K, K. You ever get like someone just replies to your tweets like, K? <laughs> With a double K, KK. See, KK isn't too bad. Just KK is like, cool. You can't add the third K though, otherwise you're fucking racist. Nope. You cannot do that at all. No. You cannot do that at all. All right. All right. Well, I don't sorry, really have Riley. an answer. <laughs> no, I was, was going to say, uh, <laughs> another thing is you, you pick up a lot of small things from a lot of people as well. You, you kind of, oh, yeah. Not necessarily one yeah, I person. Think that, I think that you can have, celebrities can have an impact on your life without you being like, yeah, you know, obsessively like, like emotional about them. Mm -hmm. Um, you're a sponge. Right, yeah. Well you I'm see you see other people achieving things and that that I think has a um an effect on your own ambitions, doesn't it? Like you see somebody else do something really well and you think like, well, I could do that better or I'd like to do that as well as they do, or something like that. And and then you start going down that road of trying to learn, you know, how how do they do what they do? And that gives you incentive, you know, it gives you a goal to kind of strive towards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't understand that much. Yes. Any other thoughts? I would probably like want to say the guy that got me into YouTube, the guys that got me into YouTube because it's had such a big impact on my life. But that was like all the old school Let's Players, like Nintendo Capri Sun and stuff that really started really uh shout outs to the old school Modern Warfare too. Yeah, the COD Four crew. Yeah. Oh, like it's insane how much of those channels have died off. I just took a second to realize just to like holy shit. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm alive. Yeah, it's crazy though, cause uh, it's just a completely different environment. But 
I guess I could say that. The guys that got me into that. Cool. All right, then. Well, let's move on to the next question. Hey, guys. Quick question here. I'm currently debating changing career. I am 21, dropped out of college at uh, associate's level, and fell into a chefing career. But due to being socially awkward and having anxiety, I don't think it's for me. In the kitchen, you need to be loud and confident, but that is not me. I also procrastinate at work, but at the end of the day, I have to go. I even wonder if breaking my leg would be a good thing. It is starting to affect my sleep. Just wondering if you guys have similar experiences or if you guys have any advice. Thank you, guys. P.S. Guten Pause. Please try rating on Destiny. Tyler. So... We've talked about like socially awkward and social anxieties before, I think. But I, uh, I mean, I know Co's got lots to say about this. But I used to be a lot shyer um, than I am now, uh, and, and sometimes I still am quite quite shy. But um, I think one of the things that first broke me out of that shell was a job where I was dealing with, um, you know, I was just in a shop, but dealing with public and stuff because you have to kind of open up and because you are socially awkward is not necessarily something you have to carry all through your life it is there, there is um i mean there can be underlying mental issues maybe that could cause problems but generally it's it's just a lack of experience on how to integrate with people and how to interact and for a lot of people you can just challenge yourself to try and you know get out there more and, and, and talk to people more and it can pass and it's not something you're branded with the rest of your life i don't think fake it till you make it yeah i, I mean say, chefing uh, is a hard job anyway but yeah yeah another possible way of looking at that is if you feel like you can change that or if you try and you're able to i mean you could try to change your social interactions but if you feel like you can't then maybe the alternative is that then you need to get help like you can yeah. try it and if you fail maybe you need help maybe you need to go to you know somebody like a therapist or, or whatever else to get it sorted um, it's, 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 it's yeah it's the same for for you know and anything from 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 giving up smoking it's if you feel that your life is not happy as that is do something about it and you know there is no shame in getting somebody professional to help you gotta start out somewhere yeah um it's, it's like people that don't go to the dentist with a raging toothache and it's because they don't like dentists they say well yeah well you what's worse going to the dentist and having that toothache gone or living with that toothache you know it's, at some point you gotta bite the bullet and say well you know what this hurts so much i'm gonna go and fix it yep Mm -hmm. All right, well, I think that one is well covered. So let's move on to the next. Hey, guys, last episode there was a question about being bullied and what to do. I have a somewhat similar situation. I have a girlfriend who I am very fond of, and she means a lot to me. However, during her seventh period, there is this boy who has been basically sexually assaulting her. He has been grabbing her ass and whispering things in her ear like, I'm going to undress you and you're going to love it, even after she has told him to stop multiple times. I'm going to wants... have you arrested and you're going to love it. <laughs> Sorry, <Ken>. <laughs> <laughs> he once said that he would only stop once I decided to man up and hit him in the face. He is very skinny and I am pretty athletic so I could overpower him really easily. My girlfriend has told me that she doesn't want to get too many people involved so she doesn't want to tell any counselors. 
I respect that, but it feels wrong to sit and do nothing. Is there anything you guys think I can or should do? Thanks for your consideration. Anonymous. Well, don't go up and punch him in the face, because he got in a lot of legal trouble trouble with that, but... I don't know. I had some younger people tell me that we did not have any fucking clue what we were talking about last time when we talked about bullies. It's like, oh, wow, bully advice from the 80s. Good job. So apparently we should just shut our mouths. Uh, well, mm-hmm. you have a tendency to focus on the people who say super no, 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 these are people that I actually talk to on a regular basis that are just happy to be young. I don't want to say their names, but uh, they were like, wow, you guys are really old. Uh, I, I mean, they, they, they were not like, trying to be see, assholes. No, 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 here's the thing. When you get to our age, you're going to look back and be like, oh, what these guys are saying still fucking exists. Because I was told many things about being bullied by parent, like my parents and people who are older than me. And bullying is still bullying. It doesn't yeah, matter I'm really, what fucking... I'm fucking confused. Like, what the fuck did we say that was, like, so off? I think we told like, out of time in the 80s. Like, do people have fucking, like, robot arms and jetpacks now? Like, what they the might. fuck different? <laughs> they got their fucking new Nikes on, man, with the Velcro. I mean, the, the newest thing that there is would be, like, cyberbullying and stuff like that. But we were kind of on the cusp of that, too. Like, that's you, not... You can't, you can't say anything that might... We're, like, cyberbullied all day long every day. <laughs> 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 so what? I don't get it. Well, as, as for this, I think I think if you leave this going, um, worse, it's going to get to a point where he does. Oh, yeah, I think this corner her right. and does undress her and does force her something that she's probably not going to love, and then he's going to tell her she will. Um, and then at that point, what do you think you should have done? You see, I think stuff I think the like clear this, dude. This is like here is that you do need to go to somebody. Someone yeah. needs to get involved. She may not want somebody involved, and it might fuck up your relationship, but do you want to take the alternative? Yeah. Also, by the way, it's not basically sexually assaulting. It is sexually assaulting, which is against yeah. the law, so you can either A, go to the school if they don't do anything, and if they don't do anything, then you can go to the police and make a statement. I mean, but if you should he, let if that he shit is. go on, man. That's fucked. Stuff is weird for minors, though. I don't know. I mean, not that he shouldn't do anything, but I don't know what all... Like what that amounts to legally. I mean, there's there's things where you know you could get her to try and record him saying it, and then you've got oh you know, you can't record people without their knowledge and stuff like that. So that's out the window, isn't it? Um, he could go up to the, this guy if he is a lot stronger than him and more you know assertive and say if you say anything like that to her again, then I will you know do something that will offend people that think this is information from the eighties. Um, so yeah, what's your choice? You got to go and tell someone. Just don't let it go on longer than it has to. Man. I mean, what what he could do, I mean, he could go to a counselor and say, a friend of mine you know, has a problem where his girlfriend is, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they'll, they'll see through it probably. But you're not committing yourself to saying, you know, it's this person and it's that person. You're saying, you know, I need help. What do you think I should do? And they will tell you something that is more modern than what we can tell you. Mm-hmm. I agree. But yeah, do not sit on it. But hey, what yeah. do we know? We're all from the 80s, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the 70s, so fuck you. Were you not born at least? Were you, were you born in the 90s? No, I was born in 88. Okay. Well, I'm the only <laughs> 90s kid here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Thumbs he he, he can only speak in memes. God, what ha- what's the 2000 kids like? <laughs> oh, wow. They just stopped teaching them English. They just teach them, like, Doge. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. He didn't watch Rugrats. He watched it all grown up. I fucking hate you. <laughs> all right, I'm the next. 
Hi, hi, Minecrackers. First off, I would just like to say thank you for bringing so much joy into my life for the past four years, and to those who have joined the Minecraft family since. Please never stop what you do. As YouTubers, I can only assume that many opportunities and great things happen along the course of your careers, and I would like to ask what was the best thing that has happened to you, best moment, or the best thing you have done because of YouTube. I hope you all have a wonderful year, and best of luck in the future from Derna. Or Dirna. Is it Dirna or Dirna? Uh, let's flip a coin. <laughs> uh, no, but I think, like, I think one of the coolest things that kind of ties in with, like, the very first topic is, you know, all the charity work that we've been able to do. I mean, I was never in a position to raise, like, $100,000 in 24 hours, you know? Like, who, mm -hmm. who says that they could do stuff like that? I know that's not, like, a lot compared to, like, fucking 1.5 million, but still, you know, the, the amount of charity work that we've all done together not not even just for like the Minecraft group you know we, we've done we've done other stuff with other people and all that so i think that's one of the coolest things another one is like all the traveling we've done because of conventions i've never got to go to europe i'm not bringing france up because i didn't really enjoy it that much but i never got to go to europe i was never given the opportunity to go to europe but you know if it wasn't for like Minecon or something like that i don't think i would have done that i would have gone to fucking alabama and eating at a Waffle House at, like, 1 in the morning, <laughs> all that shit, so... I, I think, like, the traveling and conventions and meeting all, all the fans and all that is is one of the coolest things that I've been able to do because of YouTube, so... Yep. I think for me, yeah. it's uh, the vast array of people that you meet through it, like, if, if you hadn't it on YouTube... It's interesting how it brings together such a diverse group of people, you know, from all sorts of ages, all sorts of places in the world... Uh, it just that that diversity among it. Like I wouldn't have had that. I mean, I would probably have just been hanging hanging around with, you know, whoever I've strolled into on the path of life. I guess. So that's my one. Mm -hmm. Um, again, like pause. You know, I've been to places that I wouldn't have been otherwise. Um, got to again. You know, going up and being part of a panel. Um, in front of quite a large audience is something three, four years ago I never would have dreamt of doing. Uh, I wouldn't have had the confidence to do it. Yeah. Um, so that, that's been amazing. You know, I've met some great people, um, you know, people that we, we play with, people that, you know, are, are fans that you meet at the signings and stuff like that that are, you know, so enthusiastic and, and grateful for what you do. And that, that really, you know, means a lot to you, especially when you get a lot of crap on you know from anonymous messages to actually meet somebody in person and then say you know you, what you do is you know, really exciting and, and interesting that's great i've met you know i've had a, a great girlfriend for two years that i met through doing youtube that was you know outstanding it, loads of stuff loads of stuff it's, it's i wouldn't have changed it yep mm -hmm. yeah agree with all of the above yep i'm right, right. with you on to the next question, I think. Um, dear Ritz Crackers, Ooh. with technology today, we can get information instantaneously, instantaneously. This is a wonderful thing for the most part, but at the same time, misinformation can be spread extremely fast. Do you view the open and fast information of the Internet as a purely good thing? Thanks for answering my question. I look forward to hearing your responses. Sincerely, Josh or Funk Sun. Well, it's good. But it's not great. And I think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you have it. Total Biscuit tweeted done. out something today which I really think applies to this. Um, and he was talking about uh, 
a bunch of people online trying to get someone fired over online threats. And it turns out the actual person was a troll impersonating someone. So, you know, this group of people online went after someone who wasn't actually the person they were trying to go after. And they almost got someone fired because of it. And I see that happening a lot lately. You know, just people jumping the gun on issues. And, you know, it isn't fair. It isn't fair on people. I mean, it's good for, like, certain situations. Like, I mean, you know, even, like, 10 or, like, 20 years ago, you know, you wouldn't hear about anything unless it was, like, on the news. But, like, you know, like, natural disasters or something like that. Now, Mm -hmm. instantly, you know. But at the same time, like, what you said, I I think that without, like, the proper information out there, there's, like, mass hysteria out there. So it's, it's, it's like, it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean, you got, you got definitely lots of positive things about it, but then you also have lots of negative things about it as well. So you remember whenever Reddit solved the Boston bombing? Yeah. Right. right. Mm. That's the one that sticks out in my mind. Is like, (sighs) I used to, sorry, I mean, Reddit and their misinformation is something that, Used to wind me up quite a lot. Um, people would answer, someone would ask ask a question, and then somebody else would answer it with something that was completely wrong, and then say, "I think," like it's, it's you don't know the answer clearly because a it's wrong, and b you're not sure about it. So it's like, well, why have you even bothered answering it? And that used to wind me up, and then I'd get into trouble with Reddit. So personally, oh, um, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, good. No, no, no. I was just going to say the amount of things I've learned about myself that aren't actually true, that have been displayed as facts. <laughs> oh, yeah. On I'm the married. Internet I've got kids. <laughs> outstanding. But, yes, that's all I had to say. Yeah. Well, like, <clears throat> what scares me is, I mean, like, that's that's misinformation or wrong stuff delivered directly and perhaps maybe sincerely. But this past year has totally undermined my confidence in like information exchange on the internet and and discussion entirely like i have zero confidence in discussion at all <clears throat> in fact i find things like the whole gamergate thing to have been examples of where like people take these discussions these arguments these things that are happening and they they run with stuff saying this is how it is or this is how it is or this is how it is but what irritates me is there's all these trolls involved on every side, coming from every angle, who are completely insincere, who are gaming the system, who don't care about whether we have a good discussion or not. They just want chaos. They don't. They they may engage in discussion with you, and you think you're just you think you're discussing something with somebody, but in actuality, they're just saying whatever whatever will rile you up, or they're purposely misrepresenting somebody else's position. You know, there's no reason to believe anything you read at all and so i don't see the point in taking and running with any of these big issues that people are getting all worked up about because as far as i can tell nobody can separate the fact from the fiction no one knows it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's insane i think i agree completely <laughs> i also agree completely <laughs> The best I thing I can suggest to do is stop reading it, man. That's what I've done, and it's been the biggest, the biggest, greatest life change I've made in the last Does six it make months you of my so life. Much happier. I did not realize at how at what level it would make me so much happier, um, because I thought that I, I thought I had a responsibility as the leader of Minecraft to um, read, digest, and possibly respond to all issues concerning Minecraft. And once I realized that. 
like what I think I think the biggest thing I, I realized about my about this whole thing was that like Tumblr has always existed and there's a huge Minecraft community that exists on Tumblr, but it was never my responsibility to read and digest and may possibly respond to all that shit. So when the fuck mm-hmm. did it become my responsibility to do that on others online sites? And once I kind of realized that it wasn't and I just stepped away, I realized how much better my life was not adding that stress on every day and it just coming from so many different directions and trying to figure out like which way was up. So yes, I'm much better well, off yeah. not and reading even that stuff. Even in those communities as well, there's trolling and, and there's people who just are riling up, stirring up chaos and stuff like that. I mean, when like as somebody who has like this sort of I don't know how to put it, like eye in the sky view of it. Like when you when you're the content creator, you see a lot of stuff coming from a lot of different places at you. So you see patterns that maybe other people don't see because they're not looking for them. And it gets really frustrating when you see like known trolls getting involved in stuff and riling people up and basically lying about things and you know that they are but nobody else does and they've right. just accepted this troll as like this troll becomes like the keystone of their discussion it's like this guy just said whatever to whip you guys up but you can't when you go to try to point that stuff out you can't because nobody sees what you see they don't see the overarching pattern that's been happening so yeah that's again just feeds into that you can't really, apart from just lighthearted, meaningless exchanges, you can't really trust any kind of serious discussion online at all. Not it's a anymore. shame because uh, in like recent in the past year, I've just sort of stopped uh, interacting a little bit less, uh, or a little bit. Does that make sense? Interacting a little bit less. Yeah. Um, because of that, because. Even it just it just completely ruins my mood for the day, you know. And you, you are what you think about, and you go on and just riles you up. Even one comment that you see like that, it sucks because there's a lot of good people out there. But people, I've actually there's a lot of good people. Um, there are actually. Uh, I've I've gone the other direction a bit myself, um, where. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at more stuff and interacting a little bit more than I used to because I changed, I've been trying to, I don't always succeed, but trying to change my view of like how I react to the shit that people say. Um, where, you know, it's kind of like your perspective of when you're looking at a comment somebody makes or, you know, whatever, <clears throat> you're automatically, if you're not thinking about it, just applying to them or projecting on them that they are your peer, that they're equal to you somehow, that they deserve mm-hmm. the same assumptions as you do, or basically as though you are writing to yourself in a way. And when you do that, if someone's saying something mean or shitty or whatever it is to you, you are automatically giving it more weight than it deserves because you're assuming it's a peer rather than somebody, maybe like a little kid. <laughs> who just doesn't have any manners and doesn't really deserve the same level of respect for what they said as somebody who really is your peer or you know somebody who's just trolling or somebody who's miserable and wants to spread the misery around 100% right um you're you're totally right but there there's there's that thing where there's a good there's a good side of something like reddit where you know you, you get the nice people saying the nice things and you really enjoy interacting with them but it's it's those those bad things and, and you know, you're right to say, you know, this is just some, you know, angry 
child that doesn't have any social graces uh, and, and blow it off. And you do, but at the time you're reading it, it can, you know, if you, that's, that's why the you difficult part stop is yeah. reading it. Yeah. You, so that's, you, that's well, if you, if you choose though, like I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I'm choosing to interact. You can choose mm. to totally throw it out and not bother, but I'm just saying if you do choose to interact, you have to actually literally work on that filter. You have to like yeah. work on making sure that you don't react automatically because your automatic response is going to assume things that make it worse than it really actually is. And it's hard to do. I'm not saying it's easy either. It's really difficult to constantly have this barrage of shit coming at you and be able to def deflect everything and not let anything affect you. And I found that it's very mood-based for me. Like if I'm not at my tip-top game, actually the worst thing for me is when I'm streaming because it's at the end of my day. I don't know why I did this to myself, but every single day I stream at the end of the day when I'm tired, I'm wiped out, I've been working all day, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sort of sitting down to relax and game, but my guard is down more because I'm like tired and maybe I'm moody or whatever, depending on how the day went. And I'm less equipped to deal with bullshit. And then I react badly. I'll lash out at somebody. You know, if they say something I don't like, which is wrong because it's not the way I should handle the situation. But it's harder to do depending on how you feel. So it's if you want to interact, it's a really difficult thing to manage. Is what One I thing think. I always did with Reddit, um, which just didn't help at all, was I would <laughs> type up my response to something the night before and I would wait to the next day to decide whether I was even going to post it. A lot of times I wouldn't. Um, but then whenever I would, I would often get accused of ignoring a situation and stuff like that just because I waited, you know, to respond to something until I was sure what I wanted to say. And so there, what I would, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, what I've learned is just no, there's no possibility winning. It's quite a shame because the whole reason why I've never done any of this was for the interaction with the community and stuff like that. It wasn't, I don't know. To right. be some well, that's the, that's the thing though, is I think that the problem that you have is your perception of, of the events and what you're choosing to filter and not filter. That's, that's what I think it is, is that you can kind of, you have basically a smorgasbord of every possibility laid out before you when you do these things, right? You're, over here is the, the really good positive stuff, and then over here is a crockpot full of shit, and then there's, you know, something else over here, there's the trolls. You know, you, you have every possibility available to you, and it's, you're sort of choosing which thing you're going to take a helping from. Right. And so, the problem is coming around to that, yeah. like. You go into a buffet, right? You like so it's like a seafood buffet, <laughs> right? You know it's a seafood buffet, um, right. but then you always have the the non seafoods uh, serving there too, right? For the people who don't want to eat seafood, even though their whole family want to go to the seafood buffet, so that's the problem. You go into a a, a buffet thinking I'm I'm here for the seafood buffet, and then you walk over to like all the fucking meats that aren't seafood, and you're like you're not from the fucking ocean. I didn't come here for this. So mm -hmm. does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, like, with, within the seafood buffet, there's often steak. Um, <laughs> it's, like really steak. it's really gristly steak, though. Oh, it's no. been overcooked. No, so, that's uh, gross. It's well done gristly steak. You just don't want it, man. Yuck. Uh, yep. Well, there you have it. There you have it. <laughs> Sometimes I still read all my YouTube steak. comments, though. What I find about YouTube comments is that they... Even though there's not a character limit anymore, people still kind of respect a, a somewhat of a character limit. So you get the just 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 enough information to get a clear view on what the, what people are liking or disliking or wanting more of from you without you know a whole dissertation on why you're a terrible piece of shit. Until now, character assassination. <laughs> 
Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but the thing is about that, too, compared to something like Reddit, is you're coming to my house. You know what I mean? You're not coming to the, a group house. Um, so if you come onto my channel and you act like a piece of shit, then I can just tell you to shut up. Well, not tell you to shut up. Click one button, and now you've, you've been quiet. Make and, you shut up? Yeah. <laughs> and I will move on with my life. You obviously did not really enjoy my content or, fight, or we're not a fan anyways if you're being an ass, so it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. You, you can move on. I can move on. Everybody be happy. And then people tell mm -hmm. you that you've got a horrible way of dealing with your fans. It's like, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> no, he's not a fan. Yeah, right, he's not a fan. Yeah. All right. That's all I've said about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ranty good is the best good. I wasn't even ranting. Well, minor. Uh, let's move Randy good is the best good. Oh, Randy. that's true. Oh, yeah. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we, we got one more left. Play aside. Yeah. Hey, Minecrackers and possible guests. Uh, of which there are none. I've had a lot of free time recently in between semesters at college and have spent it playing video games. For the past couple of days, I've been averaging about six hours on the computer and I've noticed my eyes are hurting more and are partly red for most of the day. Jesus. I was wondering if you all have these irritabilities regularly and or how do you deal with staring at a screen for such a significant portion of the week? Thanks and always keep up the good content. Matthew. Go see an ophthalmologist. See, I've been staring at a, my monitors for like years and years and years. I build up a tolerance. I'm good you now. Tolerance. <laughs> no, actually, actually, because well, because I've been doing this for like full time and been sitting down at like my computer for like more of a significant time. This year around, when I went to the optometrist, I actually got like polarized lenses. I don't know what they are exactly, but they basically like make it not as bright and and I, like when I when I have them on, it's kind of like you don't really notice it until you like lift them up and see how big of a difference it makes. But I, I have glasses that help uh, keep the glare not as bright, you know. I, know. I have I have some. No. Yeah, but oh, you, got, you got gamer glasses. <laughs> These are like legitimate glasses. I'll be I honest, though. I uh, I used to have really bad headaches at university. So I was at college all day doing coding on the computer and then I came home and just gamed all night and I got really bad headaches and I went to the doctor and he was like well you should try not looking at the monitor for so much each day I was like okay thanks so uh, I went out in the limb and bought these and they somehow you know it, it is the anti-glare I think that really helped me and they, uh, they say for every 20 minutes you stare at a screen you should look into the distance for 20 seconds um, I have you, never tried that yeah, it's, it's, it's to tweak the muscles because your eyes, your eyes are just you know the muscles <clears throat> you know the the shape changes and stuff and if you're just looking at one short distance you know it's less than a what, what was that two three feet from the screen you know you, your eyes are going to fix so then when you, you walk in away they they have to readjust um, and I think you know he just needs glasses to be honest with you for the short short level work anyway sorry Kay. no it's fine um, I was just going to say that the the two big things that cause eye problems when you're talking about looking at a screen are one is that your eyes are trying to focus on something uh, like a point that's beyond the monitor and they, they often will kind of have to do a lot more work um, readjusting all the time when you're looking at a screen that's right in front of your face um, which is basically what Badge was talking about and then the other thing is that you have a tendency to probably blink less which sounds like what is the trouble that you're having because if your eyes are red um, <clears throat> I think that usually means that they're irritated because of like dryness and stuff like that. Um, if you're really super concerned, you should probably actually see an optometrist, but you may also be able to try 
uh, like Badge said, would just be like taking a break. And also, um, eye drops may help you out there a little bit. Because when you're playing a game, you just have a tendency not to blink as much. You're just looking. <laughs> and you're not, you know, it's, it's a weird thing that you're doing as far as your eyes are concerned. So that's what I experienced. Like, I used to wear contacts which is miserable when you're when you play a lot of PC games because oh, of dude, the lack they get of blinking. Dry out too. Yep, they dry out and then sometimes they pop out. Yeah, like you go to the blink worst. and they just fly out of your fly out of your <laughs> eyes. It's like fuck's sakes, <laughs> I was trying to kill someone now I can't see. Yeah. So, I've had that happen way too yeah. many times. That's probably what's happening to you, Matthew. Yeah. It got to and a I point think- like I, I used to wear contacts but I used to like them a lot, but now I'm doing this. I'm like, fuck contacts, man. <laughs> I don't want those at all. I have a pair like when I go swimming because I don't I don't like to swim with my my glasses on. So I put yeah. contacts in because I I'm so blind without my glasses. So blind, it's ridiculous. Ditto. But I think that's gonna be it for questions today, if I'm not mistaken, right? You're right. Yep, that's it. Well, Paul, you're completely right in that assumption. Oh, thank you there, Pyro. I can Anyways, care. You can care. <clears throat> sure. Is he completely right in that assumption? Honestly, according to my sources, the validity that's coming from Paul's on Paul's LP's mouth right now is completely correct. Thanks. Wait, are your sources the internet? They're I heard there's misinformation. No! They, no. It is not. It's my encyclopedia <laughs> of internet, not the oh, internet. I heard Paul's equipment. The internet, not the internet. God dang it. Anyways, uh, if you guys want to send us a question, be sure to email us at podcast at minecracklp.com. Be sure to put podcast in the subject line. And I think on that note, that's going to be it for episode 96. Thank you all for watching, and uh, we'll see you guys next week, if I'm not mistaken. Bye. Bye. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.